actually when we first started we had we had none of that really we didn't know any of that stuff ourselves either but that was never going to be sustainable forever it was always going to go up every change of circumstance so every change in the market is a change in opportunity welcome to the property developers secrets podcast making developments more achievable Welcome to the Property Developers Secrets podcast with myself, Lloyd Girardi. And myself, Andy Cook. So yeah, let's uh, let's get started. Let's get into this one. So this is a episode based on the objections that people tell us why they are not property developers. So something we see, see and hear a lot. Um, this is a question we ask on our sort of one-day courses, our three-day courses, because it's important to know what is stopping you before you can start. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, look, I think it's important to know that market conditions change all of the time there's a new reason that pops up you know a few years ago it was brexit and then it was um that maybe the pandemic and then now it's um maybe that we're going into recession or something like that but there's lots of different things we're going to talk about a few of them now but the fact is there's always going to be something people will always have something playing in the back of their mind or the the negative chimp on their shoulder telling them lots of reasons why they can't do it and um, and we're here to discuss them because you know, once you accept the fact that when that one dies down, another one just pops its head up, you know, there's no perfect time, is there? No, every change of circumstance, so every change in the market is a change in opportunity. So you just might look at something different. Or So look, let's, let's look at the list. Let's go through um, a, lot, a lot of what people tell us is stopping them. So the first big one for me that everyone says is money. Right? I'm not going to do it because of money. Then we hear knowledge we hear fear so money knowledge fear yeah i get that if you if you've got no money you don't know how to do it and you're scared of doing it you're not going to start we've got um interest rates that's a big thing at the moment that people are talking about so interest rates cost of living recession as you say that is the market at the moment um we've got people saying that i'm going to start when i'm ready i'll do it when i've got time and time is an issue so time is something that stops a lot of people because they haven't got the time to put into it um but there's, there's loads of reasons as well. Um, development finance, so I'll talk about money, but specifically they might have money, but they don't know how to get the development finance. Um, it might be the fact that they're working too much, that they don't want to travel, they probably live in a different country. There's so many different reasons out there, um, which stops a lot of people. And bill costs, not known a builder, not known, not known power team members, solicitors, architects. They just don't know these people around them. So if you're completely new, a lot of those on that list will be like you probably agreeing to. But actually, when we first started, we had we had none of that really. We didn't know any of that stuff ourselves either. But we had to go and find it out. We found it out the hard way by doing it ourselves, not by learning from other people either. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. I think you know. Let's pick a couple of those and work our way through them then. Um, but those things are always there. And as you said, we didn't know about interest rates. We didn't know about you know, market conditions. We just found our way through it. But uh, interestingly, a lot of interest rates is a real worry for people at the minute, understandably. But interest rates have been much higher than they are now. When we started, interest rates were probably quite similar to what they are now. But they've just been in a, a real dip lately. You know, they, they've been, we're used to them being much lower now. But that was never going to be sustainable forever. It was always going to go up. So the the, the point is we're, we're analysing deals with the interest rates that are around now. And we're probably putting a bit of a comfort zone in that. Um, some deals aren't going to stack up. That's going to drive the market down. So, you know, that's what happens in a recession. It's a bit of a correction. Land prices have been high. 
when interest rates were low and deals could stack, land prices were too high, weren't they? So expectation was too high. So sometimes you need these kind of market corrections to sort all that out a little bit. So, um, you know, we're factoring in those interest rates and the costs we're going to talk about into our deals with extra buffer to make deals work. And, you know, not every deal is going to work. Well, talk about some of the some of the ways that we protect ourselves from some of these conditions. Yeah, just before you go into that, I just want to talk about the cost of living and the interest rates as well. So interest rates um, will always fluctuate. They'll always go up and down, but actually the cost of living will generally always increase. But then also if the cost of living is increasing, but also supply increases, what we're buying increases, what we're selling increases, everything is increasing because it's inflation. You look at property prices back in uh, 20 years ago, they're probably half the price they are now. Before that, they were a lot low, lower as well, but the interest rates were higher, but also, yeah, the, the cost of living was, was lower because prices are lower and things. So it's always going to go up. You've, we're just moving with the time. So we've just got to, we've got to accept it at some degree and say, okay, the, the costs are going up. How can I get over that? Rather than think, well, the costs are going up, what can I save? Think about the costs are going up. How can I make more money to cover those costs and live? Because it's always going to be there. Um, what was the question you asked? Uh, some of the ways that we mitigate the risk around it. So, you know, how do we how do we mitigate the fact that these things are going to cost more, uh, rates are going to go up and all that kind of thing? How do we do that? How do you build that into our deal? Yeah, so I think the first thing you've got to do is actually expect that to happen um, rather than go into a deal and think, uh, not knowing about it, you've got to expect it to happen. So if the interest rates rise, this is the price that the land is going to be or this is the price that the mortgage is going to be at the end. So work that out at the beginning and then factor in that in your deal to make a lower offer so you've got to be offering lower in in this year okay so you've got to offer um lower based on um and i'd suggest this is 2023 i'd suggest you are looking at 2019 prices sold prices now that's probably 10 to 15 percent lower than what they were last year um which if we've got a 20 percent profit margin in there then we are probably 30 30 35 percent lower on um uh, sorry 30 35 percent gain or buffer in the deal as such so if the if the market does crash by 20 percent then we still got 15 15 profit margin so offering lower based on lower gdv figures is going to help you w- uh, not win the deals because people might not accept them but it's going to help you um make more money in that deal so you're not coming to the end of that deal and suddenly the profit's gone and um, you haven't got any money left in the deal because you overspent it in the first place. Uh, I want to talk about build costs a, a bit later in the episode, actually. So we won't cover that so much now, but we will also build a bit of buffer in that kind of thing as well. But the other one is like um, we're developers, so we're quite often doing new build developments, but we don't necessarily put a new build premium for our gross development value. The, the, what we think we're going to sell it for at the end, you know, sometimes you... You, see, you get people saying, oh, yeah, but new builds are worth 10% more than, you know, a refurb or something like that or an existing property. So we, we'll add that on. We tend not to do that. So that's another one of our sort of natural buffers, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's our hope value. So we, we hope to get that, but we've never factored that into the deal. So we're not paying more at the beginning. So, yeah, you've got to buy right at the beginning. But obviously knowing how to value the site in the first place is going to help you value the site to buy. Um, let's look at bill costs then. So, so bill costs is something that was in the news a lot last year and bill costs increasing, the price of, of um, materials are going up and obviously that was probably a knock-on effect to COVID. Um, and yeah, one of the episodes we talked about was the bill cost side. So yeah, 
bill costs. How how can people get over the bill costs? So look? yeah, I suppose as you say, the the big thing was over. You know, as we record now, the twelve months beforehand, maybe even a bit longer, build costs went through an exponential rise. It went through. It wasn't just with inflation. It went through a. It was a crazy rise. So we saw things like steels go up maybe forty five percent in value over um, a very short period of time. Now that was driven by lots of external market factors. You know, fuel prices were going really high at the time. That was on an exponential rise itself. So. There's a lot of fuel involved with manufacture and delivery of, of materials around everywhere. You know, a lot of things these days come from different countries and all those kind of things. So that was a ma- massive factor. Um, COVID, so raw materials, demand, supply, um, all, all was a massive factor as well. Uh, one thing we know when something goes through an exponential rise though, is it's not sustainable. It can't keep doing that. Um, it's um, So it has to tail down at some point. And what we're seeing now is that that's actually happened. So again, using fuel prices as an example, um, I mean, it, it hit £2 a litre at, at some points, didn't it, With um, for diesel. Um, and that's probably down to 160 now or something like that. You know, Beforehand, that would have felt like it was a really expensive price. But because we've gone through that exponential rise and it's settled to that, you know, like uh, petrol now, I noticed today it was uh, under, uh, some garages are under 150, 148, 149 per litre. You know, that's 40, 50p cheaper than it was um, maybe six to eight months ago. So that's going to have a massive effect through the supply chain, obviously the other way. Um, but there's other effects and factors as well. So um, it, and I'm going to bring in labour into this a little bit as well. So not it's not just build costs as a developer that this is affected by, but it's also labour in this market. Um, so sp- specifically build costs, though, when things last year where everything was really busy, you couldn't find a tradesman. There was everywhere you look, there was a new site up, you know, 12, 18 months ago. That's tailed down now because of the natural effects of, you know, that the people are unsure what's going to happen with recessions and things like that. So some of the big sites, it's not just small developers. Actually, it creates a lot of opportunity for small developers like us. But the bigger sites, they're not sure where the market sits. So they're going to you know, sit some of their sites on hold um, to see where it where it goes. They're playing with a lot, a lot of money at the, uh, in essence. So what that means is that feeds back some of the labor into the market for us small to medium developers. But also... Um, when things were going through the exponential rise, the, the suppliers, the material suppliers, the, the only way they can control it and maximize their profits through it, they had to buy in bulk to get their prices down, fill their yards up with materials, and then sell them to the small to medium developers like us. And, you know, the prices were really high at that time. They're, that's taken a bit of a turn on build cost for them. So now they've got yards full of materials, less development from the big players, and it means then that, you know, any business needs to keep cash flow moving. They need to get that yard, the, the materials moving out of that yard to get business money back into the business and release some of that stock. So the way they do that is they, you know, level the prices down. We've seen them start to ease in many of the materials. Um, it doesn't mean they're necessarily going to go back to what they were before. I wouldn't expect that. But they're not going to keep going through that rise. They've leveled. They probably will ease, if anything. Um, but we don't know how much that will be. Um, but you know that scared a lot of people when they were going through that rise last year because they didn't want to get caught. If it was on the low side and then it rose, you got caught. You know on that side of it. Now you're probably on the opposite, where you know we're actually factoring on the high side, and if anything, it's going to ease a little bit and certainly not keep going up. So that's one factor. And then, like I say, labour. The other thing is you know you couldn't get a bricklayer for 
under 300 pounds in many parts of the country for a, as a day rate last year, a year before. Whereas now, you know, that's easing to maybe 250 to 200. But it's not all just about the raw cost of those material, uh, the, the labor. It's about getting quality people back into the market that we can access. So, you know, when things are really busy, there's good builders, you know, trades. And then there's people who come in because it's busy because they see the opportunity to make a quick, quick buck, if you like. Um, what this market will do is it will drive some of those people out and because um, they're just not quality trades. And then the good trades will become more available to, you know, the, the good guys get booked up way in advance, don't they? So it'll bring them back to the accessible market of, you know, the people listening to this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the, the whole idea of uh, bill costs going up and cost of living going up, I think it's quite hard to to see the way out when you're in the middle of it. And at the moment, we're probably in the thick of things. So for a lot of people, it's like, oh, I'm just going to wait, I'm just going to wait. But actually, waiting is, in, in some sense, it makes sense. But also, if you wait, you can wait too long and you'll miss the boat. Whereas a lot of people become millionaires in a recession. A lot of people find the opportunities and buy right at the bottom of the market, as you say, like kind of the bottom of the, the, the sort of curve. So now is a good time to start looking. Now is a good time to start getting into property and thinking about it and then start putting some low offers in because they're not going to get accepted straight away. Um, but when people start to realize actually the, the land's not selling and they're not getting the value they want for it or they need the money uh, sooner, they might then start accepting that lower offer. So that's when you're going to buy at the right price and then when those bill costs do come down and when the cost of living goes, does come down slightly or the interest rates reduce, reduce that's when you're going to win big. So a lot of people yeah, win big in a recession. Right. Uh, just to, to add to that, look, we don't know when people are listening to this. You know, we're recording this early 2023 or it's going out early 2023. But the fact is that um, people will be listening to this over the coming months. Now, as you just said there, a lot of people, the natural reaction is to hold back and wait for it to to turn around and come good actually you know the fact that you're listening to this you're probably interested in developments anyway and now is the time to start understanding these um these economic factors and start to sort of understand the values of land now because the fact is if you wait till everyone else comes back in you know that the opportunity is when you're doing something different to what other what the masses are doing isn't it and the masses will wait till all of the checks and measures are all in positives the interest rates have gone down a bit you know and everyone's saying that everything's really good for developments the opportunity is gone then because everyone's trying to buy then you know when it's on property ladder or all the tv shows and you know the all the auction programs are showing about it you've missed the boat then you know when you're listening to this is probably the right time to do it you know um and and that's why we're talking about it now yeah look look at Educating yourself, get yourself sort of set up, ready to to pull the trigger. Um, as you say, just observe the masses and do the opposite is what, what we sort of recommend. Um, but also don't do the opposite on your own. Sort of have a positive people around you, the people that are doing it already. Because a lot of people around you right now will probably tell you that you won't or it's the wrong thing to do and don't do it. Again, they're not sort of educating or not having an educated guess on it. Or yeah, you've got to, you've got to kind of make your own decision as well. And when it's right for you, do it. Not saying, not telling you just to go into it and it's all going to be great. You've got to be educated and you've got to sort of do it in the right way. Okay, um, I think we covered some really important points there. Um, you know, if people are listening to this, like I said, they're probably interested in developments anyway. So listen to some of the other episodes around it because we we're talking about a lot of this kind of thing at the moment. Um, but yeah, good episode. Thank you very much.